Okay, girlies and guys out there, I have to say, I am very emotional. This has been an incredible, incredible few hours with this woman that I admire so, so much. Let me interview her first and foremost. Hi, Brooke. Brooke Hi. Burke. Thank you. I don't even know how to describe you because you are multi-talented. You, you are an actor, TV personality, entrepreneur. You are a mother. Now I know that you are a friend. Yes, you are a, I am a friend. I you, love that. That might be the are, most important thing you said. Yeah, a, a uniter of women. You're incredible. You're a fitness guru. So first of all, thank you with all my heart because you opened up your home to us, to me and my friend Mojda. And you don't even know us. So I have to say it means the world to me. Thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for coming, for trusting me. You know, it's not easy when I open an invitation and I invite women to come and work out. You came without fear, you trusted me, I'm happy to have you in my home. And I don't think I could have described what we experienced today to you. You right. needed to come and yes. bury yourself in it and immerse yourself yes. in it. So thank you. And I love it. We were saying the core of, of my podcast, and I keep saying that it's not a studio podcast, <laughs> it's not a perfect podcast. Good. I insist <laughs> on making an organic podcast because this is what I want to show people, like how we are in real life. And I think that's what my audience uh, loves to see. And in, in today, in your case, it doesn't get more organic than this because this is your real home. You guys have to go to my social media channels, YouTube, to see the videos because you're actually allowing us. You're like, go for it. Film anything you want. Film your workout class. I know how many people can't get here. And one of the reasons why <laughs> I open up my life so completely is because... I built it to share it with everyone. That's why we do Zoom and why we do digital connections because there's so many people that get one a little sneak peek that might not be able to be here in person. Exactly. So we create this digital opportunity. Yes, so yes. I love it. And this is where we are. So I have to say thank you, Maj, my bestie. She's a major, major businesswoman, executive, owner of Privelli. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for coming with me to do this with Brooke. Before I ask you the 10 billion questions we have, I think we would need like five hours to cover all the questions. Time. That we have. But I want to say that I was an, a, a me personally, as a woman, I always try to find women that inspire to interview. I don't want to just interview whoever. So I, I try to like handpick. So I've been after you for a long time. I, me, Kat, I look at your work and it inspires Thank me. Thank you. I think your journey is incredible. I think your energy is amazing. But we never know how the person is going to be when we meet them. We were talking about that coming here. How are we doing? Oh my <laughs> and the minute we saw you, we, you know, you feel this kind of I think I know you. I think we're, yeah. we're already besties. Because that. you have the most natural. And I'm not kidding so you guys. And I'm not trying to kiss her. She's not paying me to say this. <laughs> uh, you have the Thank most you. insane real you're real thank you you're real you know it's 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 kind of like at this point in life this is me you know and I remember the days you know being in the industry where you're to do something like this and to have it recorded we're like oh my god I need a hairdresser I need my makeup I need full glam I need my life like no this is just yeah, me yeah and my home and that's here we are we sharing yeah. something that matters that's collective energy that's an opportunity to just get to know ourselves better not just each other but even ourselves like yeah. having you in class today like to do nothing but just be in nature yeah. and experience something different is um 
really what inspires me too so thank you super real so let's start the journey from the beginning and then we'll come all the way to your classes and what you do today (laughs) when i told people that i was going to interview you obviously we were usually i'm used to getting 200 250 300 questions from my guests but we got over 500 when i said it was you so in all honesty we didn't even have time to go through all of them because you are very loved and and marsh said the same thing when we post and we say we're gonna talk to brooke people are like wow i want to hear a chance to say so can you give us appreciate that yeah that's that's really nice right because you've been in this industry forever can you give us a little bit of the background for people that don't follow your work that don't even know that now you're working with wellness Let's go back to the TV days a little bit. Are you game? Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to see how I can fast track this. Um, it's been a real journey. It's been a pivot. It's been a lot of things. Um, I don't know. I guess if I could give you a two minute summary. Started out as a model. I was never quite tall enough to really make it as a model. I was that girl that was always stretching and trying to pretend like I was 5'8 and faking it all the way. Um, but I did, I did a little bit of... Um, kind of body work, health and wellness space in the modeling world, segued that into commercial work, studied broadcast journalism. I always wanted to be a businesswoman. I studied um, business advertising. I really thought that was my avenue and accidentally got into the modeling industry, started doing commercials, and then went on my first big audition for entertainment to host Wild On. I didn't know the show. I didn't have any experience. I was very green. I was still in school. (laughs) I took that one meeting. Some of the best advice that was ever given to me was like, take that meeting. Um, And it was super casual. I like showed up in a pair of jeans and wasn't manifesting anything at that time in my life. And I ended up getting this gig to host a show back in the day called Wild On that took me around the world to 40 countries it was amazing oh cool and um i always loved for to travel i always had a zest for life so i kind of learned that gig on the road got pregnant as soon as i signed my deal with e Ooh. yeah oh and i was hired like to be the bikini girl on the road hosting this really sexy this really sexy television did show. they fire you well they couldn't remember like at that time being a woman you you in the entertainment business you right. couldn't not support um you know, the evolution of life. So I remember with my tail between my legs going into my executive producer's office being young and experienced and I just signed the gig of my lifetime. And I had to walk in there and go, uh, guys, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you, but it's gonna be okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. Um, they supported it. I took my daughter on the road and we, we did uh, we did 40 countries in two years together. Wow. Um, new mom, a zest for life, totally adventurous had my baby brought my baby with me I was crazy looking back at it now but we did it and then that slowly transitioned to some other gigs I host Rockstar then I went on to dance and then dancing with stars yeah we have to talk about that crazy a lot of questions uh, if you're okay yeah yeah. Uh, again we didn't plan anything like always we don't script if we ask anything there's one I'll talk about just like I don't talk about pretty much but obviously (laughs) a lot of questions about dancing with the stars because number one you won dancing with the stars you're a winner that's crazy crazy hard and crazy and it was back then when it was like I think the top show on TV or it was. I mean, the there was a season when we had 20 TV. million viewers right. I and mean, it was like American Idol. If we can go back in time, there were two like great shows, Bachelor. It was terrifying, challenging, insightful, life-changing. It was basically all the life lessons crammed into the ballroom. 
and I never thought I could win. I never thought I would win. I didn't go in there insecure. I just was on a mission as a host to be a competitor so that uh -huh. I could sort of open up my life um, to a different audience, mm -hmm. you know, as a host, which I love doing live television, you sort of have a script, you're limited, it's yeah, live, yeah. you know, you're following uh, a script. This was a real opportunity mm -hmm. to sort of show up really vulnerable um, and revealing, and I had no idea how hard it would be, I had no idea how terrifying it would be. Did you have the dancing background at all? I, I, I never studied dance, I, I love to dance and I have rhythm, but I, I as far as choreography yeah. and skill and talent you're goes, really I, not at all. So I, um, as a testament to commitment, I think I worked harder. I think I could say that without insulting anyone. I think I probably worked harder than anyone else because I, it was seven days a week. I had a new baby. I had had my son, oh my, my third God. child, who was three months old. I was in a hormonal roller coaster. Um, I, I didn't have a dance background. <laughs> I was scared shitless. But I showed up every day and worked really hard and found faith in my own body. And I learned how to surrender. I learned how to surrender to fear. I learned how to um, count on the experience and the time that I put in and then just sort of let everything go. Yeah. And your partner was uh, Derek. Derek. And he's an incredible artist, right? He's an amazing He's an incredible dancer. artist. He was in his early 20s. I always <laughs> tease him because he was like a baby. this little punk at the time. He hadn't won a Mirabal <laughs> trophy yet. I didn't know shit about shit in the, about dancing. And together we were just like, you know what? We're committed. We're going to dive into this. We're going to give it all we've got. Um, we're going to outwork everyone and we're going to just tell our story. Like that's what dance is really. It's a narrative with your body, right? Yeah. It's an intimate dancing yeah. story. Uh -huh. um, anyway, I, it was amazing that I made it as far as I did and even more amazing that I that won. You won. And one of the greatest accomplishments ever. Yes. And not because it was like a dance competition show, because it showed me seven days a week and three months you can learn how to do anything Holy if you put your mind you can learn into how to do anything. it right i mean honestly think about us as women how many things were like oh i'd love to go take that class oh i'd love to get yeah. a culinary degree oh one day i'm gonna go to africa oh once upon a time but we don't right because we think we can't can. yes or there's all these things standing in yes. our way i had four children wow i was in a seven day a week commitment to this show where life sort of stopped oh and God. stood still and i did it so um Major. Yeah. Shia was three months old, so I was bringing oh my baby my with me. God. Yeah, it was crazy. It well, was crazy. obviously, you're living proof, and this is one of the things that I admire about you so much, that you're insanely disciplined. You put Thank your you. mind into something, and you get it done. Thank and this you. is what we're trying to tell people out there, because like we were saying a little bit because before we started the podcast, many times, now with social media, it's multiplied by millions and millions and millions. People out there see a celebrity. Like, they see you on TV, and yeah, the TV only shows the beautiful part, right? The dress and the makeup and the hair. <laughs> so they don't true. see the sweat and tears yeah. and the rehearsal and the yeah. shit and the crap. We, we wish life was a dress like, right? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like you said, they all show up like, hi, look at me, I'm perfect. But so, but yeah, people have this image many times of celebrities. Oh, this is unattainable. Mm -hmm. She's rich, she has 10 million nannies. She doesn't have to do anything. It's easy for her. But it's not like that, right? You gotta put a lot of work. It's not into like that. It. It's not like that. And I celebrate the woman whose life is like that too. By the way, like I, I come into my connection with women with no judgment. Like I don't care what it takes to run your life and raise your family. It, you got to do it yeah. with freedom and without judgment. For yeah. me, it's not like that. Um, and it's that story and that possibility that. <laughs> 
Oh, is that my mom? Oh, my mom's calling me. Sorry, mom. She'll call back. <laughs> I love my mom. It starts with my mom. I have an amazing mom. Um, it's not like that, but I have to deal with that, you know, and I have to deal with that in the industry, all the criticism, and I don't even lean into it. You know what I mean? Like, I know what works right. for me and yeah, my family same. here, and I believe in hard work and grit and yeah. hustle. And I also believe in dreams, you know, yeah. and I believe in making those commitments to yourself as a woman. I did more as a mother than I did before I was a mom. And I work with so many different women, young women, older women, women that are redesigning their life. Billy, that's my other girl. That's, that's my dog. other dog. Go. <laughs> women that are redesigning their life. Women that are, are yeah. stuck in the what now, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Um, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. We're laughing because her dog is like walking around, dancing around. Well, they love it more. Well, yeah. So you win Dancing with the Stars. Then they made you the invitation to be the host of the show. They, right after you They won. were casting the host and they interviewed and auditioned every single female host. Every single female woman in the industry who wasn't a host. I'm talking country music artists to hosts to athletes, I mean, you name it, everybody wanted this gig because it was the most watched show on yes, television. It was ABC. Yes. It was glamorous. You got to dress up like it a was princess in the ball. Time. It was live. And your dresses, I have to make a parenthesis, I rarely watch TV, but back then I used to watch God. more TV because I was married. Uh, I had free time yeah. and money. And now I don't. <laughs> now I'm like a, the broke artist. <laughs> but anyhow, I used to watch it and I used to like mostly because of the dresses yeah it was a because it was like a dream it was, like, it was yeah, so glamorous dresses on this woman yeah so it, it was a dream gig to be a princess thank you and the bomb i had a great stylist yeah. I, it was i have diamonds and yes, stilettos it was and fashion insane. it was like cinderella it was like cinderella yeah. um but i but i i will keep it real and yeah. share that everybody auditioned for this gig and because i had one and because i was a host mm -hmm. um the, the executive team and producers said, you know, you don't need to audition. We know who you are and we know your skill set. And I thought, I want to audition. And they're like, wait, what? And I said, no, I, I want to audition. Really? I want to audition because I know what, in, a, in my business, it's a chemistry test, right? So you yeah. might be the greatest podcaster of all time. Right, so if I'm producing right. a podcast show, what if all of a sudden I meet somebody else and my whole creative brain shifts as a producer? Mm -hmm. I kind of knew that in the producer world behind-the-scenes world of, of making um, a television deal so I said I want to audition and they were like why Brooke you don't really need to do that and I said I want to audition so that you see what Tom and I look like on camera and it's not beneath me and just let me audition I don't think I would have got the gig if I did an audition really yeah oh, wow. because it was that moment of being on tape with a partner mm -hmm. um, and bringing that energy to life. And Tom Bergeron was an unbelievable partner, no ego. He was so wise and seasoned and talented. And he really gave me a space to come in and showcase my own talents. You and I were talking about that earlier. Not everybody knows how to be a partner. A lot of women in our world don't know how to be a partner. Unfortunately, there's yeah. a lot of ego. There's a lot yes. of competition. I'm especially not, on television, right? Especially in this growing business. up in this I grew up in this business, mm -hmm. uh, so on know. and off. Yeah, and to this day, it breaks my heart how competitive we were talking mm -hmm. about that. It's mostly, I think, women, and I hate saying that. It breaks my heart to say that. I think they're worse than men. I don't know if you agree with me. They look at each other constantly as competition. Mm -hmm. Like, why does she get that? Why did I lie? As opposed to, like, 
let's yeah. unite forces. If a job is good for you, it's because it's yours. If a yeah. job is good for me, it's because it's mine. I love and maybe something that. is good for both of us. But it breaks my heart how they're always like on each other's throats as opposed to like, you know, joining forces. I'm glad you say that because what's ours is ours. But I, I you know, I really do feel like we, for me, like in my faith, I ask, I pray, I, I, I manifest what's in my divine, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So I want what's mine. I don't want what's not mine. I don't want what somebody else's. But I do believe in the power of collective energy. And you're much younger than we are, but I, what I would tell you and I would tell my own daughters, no, it's, 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 there's power when you realize that we're better together, that we raise our average and that collective energy mm -hmm. will shift you into a more powerful space. I know yes. that to be true. That's why yes. I work with women. That's why I believe in this she tribe. That's mm -hmm. why I love the sisterhood circle. I try to teach that to my daughters. It's like, we're all here for a moment, yeah. right? And we're all... I think in charge of who comes in and out of our lives and editing our lives and surrounding ourselves with people who are positive, that want what's in our divine right, that want what's best for us, that celebrate us. Oh, yeah. I celebrate my friends. I celebrate other women. I celebrate possibilities, power, happiness, change. Like yeah. I celebrate all of these energies and yeah. I have too much to do than to compete with Amen. in my life. No, you know? one million percent. I agree. I, I agree with you, and that's how I live my life. I, I just want like. Have you always been like that? Yes, because I feel if I can leave a legacy behind, I want to be able. Everything I do, every no matter what kind of work I do, I is about empowering women. And we're gonna get there because we're gonna talk about social media and how it's been affecting people. Mm -hmm. But even before social media, I think I have to send like, you know, something, something good It's because we have the, the, the com communication channels open. Yeah. So in a way, I feel it's my obligation because I know there are a lot of young girls that, that look at our work, that look at our social media. A lot of women out there who are because I was in an abusive marriage. I was married mm -hmm. for 14 years. And I feel now maybe there's somebody out there who is in a position that I was and they don't mm -hmm. know how to, you know, gain forces and get out. I so right. I feel I need to keep sending the message of positivity and, and we are stronger together. I, I, I think you're right. You know, you grew up in the entertainment business. I started my career in the entertainment business and then I shifted into this wellness space. And yeah. sometimes people are like, how did that happen and why did that happen? And very similar to what you're saying, for me, it's an act of service. So for me, I feel... A, I feel called to do it and I love it, but I also feel like it's sort of a gift and it's a give back for me with other women. And in doing that this year, I'm really focusing on and I'm actually writing a workshop um, called Soul Service. And it's about being in service to ourselves. So in being, if you can just entertain this concept for a minute, we can explore this, but if you, entertain the possibility of being in service to yourself because we're in service to others, especially as women, all the time. I'm a mom. I'm always serving. I'm always giving. Yes. My dogs, it's my man, it's my kids, <laughs> it's everybody, it's my students, it's every single person that comes to my life. Everybody's tapping a little bit of your life force, yeah. right? So I like being in service. It's my own problem. I love it. But when we learn how to be in service to ourselves and serve ourselves, serve our soul, our spirit, our self-care, how to fill our own cup up, I'm like twice the superhero. Oh yeah, it's life changing. But I didn't know right. that as a young girl. Oh, woman. me neither. I didn't know Same. the value of being in service to myself. Yeah. So like when I teach yoga, I thank everyone for allowing me to be in service to them. But then I encourage them and invite them 
I challenge them to learn how to be in service to themselves. Like you coming to class today and diving into it and doing something hard. It's not easy what we did out there. It's freaking hard. No, it's freaking hard. You're no. in service to yourself, yeah. to change your body, to feed your soul, to listen to your heartbeat, to slow down, yeah. change, to change. To it's listen. freaking hard, but when you're done, you're like, oh, I'm so <laughs> happy I did it. Because like the, the other side of fitness. That's why yeah. people always say, how do you do it? Every I go, because I know it's on yeah, the other side of it. It's the self-care, self-love, but we're going to get there. So, But I have to finish this conversation I truly believe one of the most important things we learn as we're getting older is how important it is to put ourselves first and really invest time in taking care of our bodies, mind, soul, and of course, our health, which is our most precious asset. So women everywhere, this message is for you because my brand new sponsor, Winona, W-I-N-O-N-A, is here to help all of us out there who are dealing with menopause and perimenopause. Winona is a collection of OBGYN health professionals who believe that your symptoms are important, real, and deserve to be taken seriously. Winona is the home for physician-prescribed bioidentical hormone replacement therapy with an easy-to-use network of doctors based out of your state who can make getting started with hormonal replacement therapy a breeze Winona's bioidentical hormone replacement therapy is made from plant-based hormones rather than synthetic, which is something so important to me and I know to so many of you out there. So it aligns with your body's natural rhythm to offer relief from hot flashes, weight gain, and other uncomfortable symptoms that so many of us have felt before. 80% of women who use Winona find relief within just 90 days. How great is that? Visit buywinona.com today to start your free visit. With free U.S. shipping and the ability to pause or cancel anytime, your path to wellness has zero obligations. Make sure you use code CAT, K-A-T, at buywinona.com for 25% off your first order. Winona, menopause and perimenopause care made easy. We love that. Okay. So you did Dancing with the Stars for a few seasons. I did eight seasons. Eight wow. seasons. That's a few years, right? It was a lot. We did two seasons a year, so it was almost four, four or five years. years. And then I know the media was all over you when they let you go from the job. Yeah. You know, it was um, unexpected. It wasn't and, expected. And I want to talk about it because there's huge lessons in going through this. Uh -huh. um, I don't mind calling it fired. People are like, well, your, your contract was up and it was a renegotiation. It's very complicated. For me, in and of itself, I wasn't there anymore. I was let go, fired, call it what you want. Right, right. I never needed to bullshit my way around it with the media. It is what it is. I went from having the greatest gig on television, mm -hmm. the greatest gig of, well, I, would, I guess I would argue that Wild On was pretty cool. But it was an amazing experience in the ballroom. And then all of a sudden, in one moment, in an instant, it all went away, like, they away. said we're not renewing your contract. I was driving to school with my kids in the car. My dressing room was being painted. Like we were gearing up for the season. That's the entertainment business. Uh, and it was sort of like, <laughs> you could have, I'm like, wait, wait, what? So it was that moment of, holy shit, my life just took a hard left. <sighs> Deep breath, right? Now what do I do? And I, Billy, no, I really approached that from a 
I'd like to think I'm grounded and I'm, and I'm spiritual in my process, but I also believe that things come along and rock us and rattle us and pivot for reasons. And it was a time in my life where I think I needed change. Would I have loved to continue there? Yeah, I would be lying mm -hmm. if I said that I wasn't, but it was probably time for a shift. I, had, I just finished eight seasons. It was an amazing run. Mm -hmm. um, and it was time for me to explore other things. And I didn't know what I was gonna do, to be honest. When and it happens, it hurts, right? Especially when it's such a fabulous mm -hmm. job, high profile, mm -hmm. you're making good money, you're on TV. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, because I'm always like that, I'm always the yeah. optimist, I know too. too much. <laughs> I think maybe things have, the cheesy things happen for a reason because maybe all the windows yeah. are going to open into your I life know. to bring you to where you are today. It's the concept we know that's yeah. so easy. For, oh, when the door closes, when, okay, we know but, all that. But I'm like, fuck, no. Yeah, no, no, no like, fuck, I, I want to stay. <laughs> but I have to ask you this tough question, sure. and if you don't want to answer, but, but I I think everybody asks, and, and many years later, people still send this question. Do you think, or do you know, or do you think it's true that they didn't renew your contract because they wanted to bring a younger woman there? Because to me, when I heard that rumor, like, they gotta be, I swear a lot, so yeah. they gotta be fucking <laughs> kidding me. Um, I, I didn't want to believe that. You know, it's, it's interesting. Dancing with the Stars has an audience of grandmas my mom's friends watch right. Dancing with the Stars. A younger generation, maybe not so much, unless you're in the ballroom world. Right. Athletes, big following in the sports world. I actually think they chose Erin Andrews because she was a sportscaster. Oh, and it served, she was on the it married yeah, two yeah. worlds. Um, she also had a lot of controversy um, at that time because of some social media. I remember that story really, very um, well. tragic yeah. things, some yeah. tragic things that were going on, which yeah. a network will serve themselves yeah. in sort of publicity. She was right? in the news a lot. Could be. I never really thought about it as a younger person because then you segue after her into Ty into Tyra Banks, right? So what did that look like? Was that ethnicity? Was that culture? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, there are so many ways to look at it. Rather than me trying to figure that out, I, I, I brought it back inward and I thought, mm -hmm. okay, now what am I gonna do? And it really allowed me to sort of put the war paint on and roll my sleeves up and go, <laughs> what am I gonna do now? Am I gonna go create a show? Am I gonna go do daytime? Am I gonna start a business? Am I, am I gonna, I, like I didn't know what to do. And it was a really great exercise of exploration and not easy. It's like starting out in the business. You hear no, 99 times, yeah. more than that. I was lucky that I heard one in 100, but you really have to have, you know, guts and have strength and have a backbone. And I was really blessed. I think that I was grounded in my family and yeah. I was grounded in other things that really matter that don't come and go and that don't go away. You know, what I do in the entertainment business, I always love, I love what I do. But I had a real foundation that probably saved me or I would have drowned in the, Like you know, it happens to a lot of people, me. right? Like it happens. Yeah. And I get asked that all the time because while I was married, I did I barely worked to the point that I didn't work anymore because my husband didn't want me to work. Mm -hmm. So he convinced me to, to stop doing everything that I loved doing. So now mm -hmm. that I'm back, I, I, I hear people say all, all the time in Hollywood, like, oh, you know, they're not gonna, they don't hire women over 30. They mm -hmm. don't hire women over 40. There's nothing for me to do. I don't believe in it mm. because I think we open our own doors. I, I don't believe what in that. What do you think? Um, it's a big conversation. I, I love I love the depth of this conversation. I love the depth of it in these, these different walks of life. So <laughs> please, you know, chime in on this too. 
I don't believe in that, but I do really, really, really understand the culture of the industry of entertainment. By that I mean, I host live television shows and I went from being a sex symbol to being a ballroom princess to now being in my 50s and, and changing in my life as a woman and embracing it and owning it and really understanding that. What I, what I, what I know is that I know where my talent lies and those opportunities. So if there's a new live hot hip live show, it's probably not me. It's gonna be a younger, poppier, probably ethnic and probably a younger, hipper personality. I don't know that I even, it's funny that you're asking what I'm thinking now. <laughs> I never really equated that to age. I equated it just to um, the person that serves that role best. Right. And so I've had to really sense. embrace who sense. I am as a woman. Yeah. But I also believe in the ebbs and flow of the business, mm -hmm. meaning sometimes there's a pause and you can't get arrested, like literally for years. <laughs> so what do you do? Do you go back to the drawing board and go, oh, holy shit, what's going to become of me now? Yes. Or do you just play the pause and what? do other creative things and then know that it's all coming back around? So I, I just have a lot of faith in that. Same. But in the meantime, I started other businesses and I really love what I'm doing now. So... You know, it's and funny. And you're awesome at it. Thank you're you. You're awesome yeah. at it. Thank you. But our age is a number. Our age is I a agree. number. And if we're going to fight it as women, we're in yes. big trouble. I will say that. I agree. We're in big trouble. If you're going to try to look like that 30-year-old woman that you once were, you're in big no. trouble. And I think that's a big mistake a lot of women make. I think you need to embrace your life and, and yeah. what you are and live healthy, take good care of yourself. But yeah, yeah embrace it because we're alive. You yeah, know? It's all about being alive It's so and true. Healthy. Even your life and the challenges that you went through in your marriage need you who you are. So what do we yeah. bring to this table? Like, who is the woman that I'm bringing to the table today? She's a wiser, more seasoned, I want to say better woman than I brought to the table 10 years ago. She's, She's different. Yeah. She's different. <laughs> she might not be as much fun. No. <laughs> I feel, no, I, I, and I think you are, I, I think I can speak for both of us. And, well, she, she's never How been married. How old are you? Do you mind? No. Is this top secret? <laughs> no, 35. You're 35. Yeah. Oh, it's good to be 35. Yeah, but but it's good what? to be in my 50s. I tell you, I've never been happier. I never felt healthier. Yeah. I've never felt more like in tune with my body, Good. my sexuality, yeah. my health. I feel independent, being independent is empowering. Like mm -hmm. we kick some ass. I talk to Maj about that all the time. Like most of our clients yeah. in my, our agency, they're men and they're like cry babies. And I'm like, we take care so, so much many. more Baby than this man. Oh, exactly. Right. And you look know. at you, like you're running like this, this business and you're teaching everybody. I think we're strong we're and strong. that's empowering. I love that you say that. And I, I always hate to repeat myself, but I'm going to remind you, I'm going to remind you of this concept because we're so strong and we're such badasses and it's such an amazing yes. time to be a woman that there is a bittersweetness to it because yeah. we are powerful, because we give and give. You talk about men. We are. <laughs> it's different though. Well, but because we give and we give and we give and yeah. we can we manage love it men, all. But they're, we are strong. I girl. love men. I love men. Some yeah. of the work that I've been doing lately, which I'm going to invite you to um, a workshop in the teepee, is that we've been really love exploring it. the polarity of masculine and feminine energy. Oh yeah. It's light and that dark. So it's huge. sun and moon. Yeah. It's yin and yang. And yes. I'm obsessed with that because love we're all strong. Yes. So we could very easily be misinterpreted for oh, all the um, time. Do you believe Bo boss bitch, yeah. independence, yeah. Um, e you know, ego, all of these things yes. that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. I don't feel masculine, but I feel yeah. strong. Yeah. yeah. I went to, I, I went on 
25 dates last year. Was it fun? <laughs> We're like, oh, tell me about that. <laughs> And you know, and, Girl, and this is like, I got all these feedback. Okay. Like, you're, you're a masculine energy. Because she's a boss bitch. And, you yeah. know, and I'm like, oh my God, I need to switch, you know. The energy. Can I, okay, can I, okay, guys, can we open this thought, up? Hold know? that thought, hold that okay. thought. We're going to take a two minute break. So we can pay a few bills and thank our sponsors. <laughs> the girl pays her bills, That's by right. the way. That's right, boss All bitch. about women empowerment. Yes. I, I'm going to say like, you want to drive me crazy? Let's not even talk about sugar babes, a whole other episode. Women have to be independent and pay their own bills, number one. But we're going to talk about this, the masculine and feminine energy. Talk about how you got into wellness. And then we're going to poke a little bit in your personal dating yeah. life because it's really fun and exciting. Yes. To talk about that. And I have a lot to tell you about this masculine, misinterpreted yes. woman. Totally. It happens to all of us. Misread woman. We'll be right back. This is an insanely inspiring episode here at the home of this gorgeous, gorgeous, talented, and incredibly nice woman, Brooke Burke. We'll, we'll be right back. This is Cat on the Loose, 100% organic. This is what I love. Never edited, never scripted. It's real life. We'll be right back.